teaches. The Bible teaches you are created. Absolutely. You are human. You are in the image of God, which mm-hmm. allows you then to connect with God because since we have something, there's a spark of the divine in every one of us. He designed you in your mother's womb and he saw it and he says, it is good. Right. It is very good, right. actually. And and to reread that on, on these like bad days yeah. and to be like reassured of like, no, I was created intentionally on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose, right. really breathes new meaning into your life. This is the Way to Go podcast, and we are about faith, family, and daily life. We're about taking God's word, breaking it down, making it practical to everyday living. Now, if you want to watch the show, you can actually go to Eagleville Bible Church. Just go to YouTube, type in Eagleville Bible Church. You will find it on the Way to Go playlist. But again, faith, family, and daily life. This is what we're all about. Welcome to the Way to Go podcast. I am Bill McMahon. Along with me is Eric Barfell, and we're happy to be here. Talk about it's Father's Day weekend coming up, actually. So we could talk about being dads, but I just thought we'd talk about being men in general. So whether you're dad or not a dad, <sighs> right. You know, I love my my dad was rock solid, tough guy. I mean, he was I always thought of him as like iron. Just cast yeah. iron. I guess, Don't mess with I guess with the apple him. fell pretty far from the tree then. Huh? Yeah, exactly. <laughs> exactly. Oh, uh, Probably in some ways, for sure. Cast yeah. iron. Words I would not describe you as tough. <laughs> yeah, stop it. I'm just kidding. Yeah, I know. But anyway, no, I think he was he was a good guy. I mean, he kept us all in line, and I think that was a that was definitely a positive. But when you think about men and being a man and living in God's world, I think it's a good thing to realize, first and foremost, I mean, you live in God's world, and we're going to be taking a look at Genesis 1 and 2 uh, through the next couple of podcasts. And if you have your Bibles, I mean, you might want to open them up and go get them or get your cell phone out and take a look at some of these verses yeah. with us. Read before. Yeah, right. Genesis 1-1, in the beginning, God created the heavens and the earth. And it really is one of the most foundational verses in Scripture because to me, this is what I would call worldview. My worldview is that there's a God. Mm-hmm. God created the world. Mm-hmm. I'm a created being. I'm not the uh, center of the universe. I'm not right. in control of the universe. Uh, it's not my role to be. I'm just a created man, uh, something, a human that he put here. So I look at my worldview as God. God is in control. He created the world. So I look to him. Us and all these things didn't just appear one right. day. You know, They were... Cre- intentionally created, mm-hmm. right. crafted, and designed. Right. Absolutely. Um, so yeah, I l- I mean, I love the book of Genesis and just the story it tells. Right. And I love these opening chapters for for that same reason, because truly this is the origins. This is the roots of right. of all things right. of all humanity as well. Right. Of you and I even. So uh, from from such a large universe perspective right. down to like you and I here today. Right. It all comes from these first right. couple of chapters. Oh man, it just, it just right. blows well, my mind. Well, I know. Time. And you think about it too, from the, from the perspective of if God didn't control the world and we just happen to be here, then it's random chance. There's no design. There's no purpose. Right. There's no real purpose for me being here where I look at when I believe that God created the heavens and the earth, mm-hmm. that he's in control. There's a purpose. There's a yeah. reason for life. And I think too, uh, there's a design to it. And when you think about God creating, it's not something that just happened uh, thoughtlessly. It's right. something that was intentionally put here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of beauty to it. A lot of design. 
It's yeah. awesome. And Monday nights, our young adults group have has been meeting um, for the last year or so, and we've been going through. This sounds so nerdy. I'm going to say it though is what, is what it is. Literary elements of the of the Hebrew Bible, which is the Old Testament. So right. we've been looking at Genesis and like repeated words, phrases, design patterns, nice. the narrative, the poetry. The uh, anyways. So as I read through this, you see these repeated words and phrases. You see everything that God made. God saw it and it was good. Mm-hmm. The first day, God right. saw it and it was good. The second day, three, four, five, six, and then and then that sixth day, he when he creates man, he looks at it, and he says, and God saw it and it was very good. Right. So not just good, it was that much extraordinary. Right. As man was created in the image of God. Right. And so like you're just hooked on it was good. God saw it and it was good and it was good and it was oh here's a different one it's a different phrase it was very good. Right. It's it's completely. Uh, it sounds so similar. Oh, just very good. No, but like it is, it is set apart in a sense. I think there's too a natural theology that comes out of it. In other words, if I want to learn about God, I need to look around at the world. Mm-hmm. Not that the world is God. The world's not God, but the, but the world is the product of God. I would say that for, you know, us as photographers, uh, you're going to see what our interest is in Right. By the photos that we create. Mm-hmm. And there's going to be something of our personality that goes into that. Yeah. So, certainly. and something of God's personality went into it. And sometimes I fear that even we as men, that we get so busy, we don't take time to smell the roses per se. We don't take time to sit back, mm-hmm. look at it, appreciate it, think about it, allow the wonder of it to kind of struck us to yeah. be or strike us to be in all of it. Because he created it, and I and I believe that it's a testament to him. This world, the beauty of it, the perfection of it, the all the elements of it, it's it's an awesome place. Yeah, Lake Erie to storms coming in to seasons to the way flowers grow to vegetables to Absolutely. bees, all of it, it it's amazing, and it behooves us as mankind as as a man to observe and appreciate what God did here. Mm-hmm. And, you know, I, I also think about this, the stars and moon are out every night, right. more or less. And usually we watch TV, right? We don't always appreciate it. We don't always right. take the time to take it in. I know you're after it yeah. as much as you can in a kayak and yeah. everything. And uh, I know people post pictures of the sunset and the sunrise and the famous verses, you know, his, his mercies are new every morning. Right. And there is always something that kind of takes you back and just reminds you of the creator when you are in awe of the creation, you know what I'm saying? Right. And it just, it just draws you right back to this, these two chapters right here of the roots of the origins of all that we have. And manhood, personhood, I don't care, guy, gal. I mean, I think all of us should appreciate it. It kills me when I see even if my own family, let's say it's Sunday afternoon, it's 75 degrees outside the the sun is shining. Why are you in the house? Because mm-hmm. I will not be in the house. Like I'm, I have to be inside to work uh, throughout the week. Right. So <clears throat> there are days where people come in. Is it raining? Is it sunny? I have no idea. I haven't looked outside in the last eight to ten hours. So right. I don't really know because I'm working. But man, when I'm not and I'm home, 
and it's nice. I want to be outside. And I think that's part of, to me, uh, manhood. It's part of wanting to see nature. It's wanting to explore it. It's wanting to be in it. It's healthy. It's wholesome. We ought to appreciate it. Right. And, and we're made, you mentioned earlier in God's image, it says in uh, verses 26 and 27 of Genesis 1, then God said, let us make mankind in our, in our image, in our likeness, so that they may rule over the fish in the sea and the birds of the in the sky over the livestock and the wild animals over all the creatures that move along the ground. So God created mankind in his own image an image of God. He created them male and female. He created them. And there's a lot to learn right from there. Just the fact that not only are we humans, we, unlike birds, unlike fish, unlike cows, we're made in the image of God. There's something that's very unique about mankind, mm -hmm. something that's very special. And for people who think that, you know, you're just an animal, you know, you're just the highest form of animal on the planet. Right. And that's really all you are. Misses, no, that is not what the Bible teaches. The Bible teaches you are created. Absolutely. You are human. You are in the image of God, which mm -hmm. allows you then to connect with God, because since we have something, there's a spark of the divine in every one of us, every one of us, and it's never lost. It doesn't matter if somebody's in a nursing home. It doesn't matter if there's a child in the womb. Every life, every human life is marked by the divine everyone. It doesn't matter what race you are. It doesn't matter what color you are. Mm -hmm. Everyone is made equally in the image of God. That's super significant. Yeah. Yeah. And especially um, we're dealing with the topic of identity and, and who you are. Right. Come back to this passage. Again, God creates everything. He God sees it and he says, it is good. Right. When he created you, he didn't say, that's nah, good enough. I'm busy. I get to rest tomorrow. I'll just right. slop something together. No. Right. He designed you in your mother's womb, and he saw it, and he says, it is good. Right. It is very good, right. actually. And and to reread that on on these, like, bad days yeah. and to be, like, reassured of, like, no, I was created intentionally on purpose, with a purpose, for a purpose, right. really breathes new meaning into your life. Because a lot of times, I talk to youth about this a lot. If you're going to find your identity in things of the world, whether that's baseball or volleyball or karate, whatever it is, and then the day comes where you get cut from the team or you break your arm, you can't play, your, your whole world comes crashing down because you've put all your eggs in one basket of, I am a baseball player. And then that doesn't turn out. You know, it's like, oh my goodness, who am I? True. And then they have this huge identity crisis. Right. And even for adults, if you, you know, it's, you, a lot of times we find our identity in, in what we do. And then COVID hits, we don't have a job anymore. It's like all these years I've been going to the same place for work and everything. It's like, who am I anymore? Right. You know what I'm saying? And yeah, so to come back to to the roots and to the origins of all creation and of who you are, and, and also to like find yourself again. It's like, no, I, I need to be finding my identity in being a child of God. Right. Oh, I think so. created in him, his right. image. <clears throat> to me, I, I think it would be hard not to be a pastor just because change is hard. Mm -hmm. But when I look at who I am, I'm here to help people. I'm an adventurer. I'm a risk taker. I'm a, there's just certain things about me that are always going to be true. No matter what role you throw me in, in the yeah. world, I'm going to be finding stuff to do. I want to help people. Certainly. So no matter what job or in part of the industry, or you could put me as a, a leader, a business leader somewhere else, I'm still going to want to help people. Mm -hmm. I'm still, because I can't, but take my nature uh, with me and who, who that I am. But I think you bring up a good point. You know, our identity should be in that it's, it's who we are 
who did God create us to be, right. we're going to be that person no matter what our job is. We're right. going to be that person, yeah. whether I have 10 kids or one kid or no kid, I'm going to be that person because it's who I am. And so you have to look at your identity as that. And I think when you look at the image of God, a lot of people ask what it is. Well, the way that I always learned it is it's intellect, emotion, and will. In other words, God has intellect. You see it at the brilliance of our design. Like the human body is so intricate. It's 100% amazing. He has will. He decides things. He decided to make man. He decided to make the animals. He decided to make the world. You know, so you see him. He decided how to gift you. Mm -hmm. Those are certain decisions. And God definitely has emotion. God loves the world. I mean, that's one of the emotions that God has. I love this world. And so we look at ourselves, our intellect, our desire to create, our will, our desire to say, no, I, I don't. I personally like, I don't like vanilla and garlic. So I don't like this, but I do like this. Vanilla and garlic? I know. I just don't like them. I don't like the flavors. Together? No, I don't like them as separate, individual. Uh, I, don't like, I don't like vanilla, creamer, and coffee. Huh. I had a strong, strong garlic. I'll be like, well, oh, I huh. can't, I can't even take it. Like, I just like, somebody, I bought a cheesesteak somewhere. I don't want to rip on the business. <laughs> Listen, I buy a cheesesteak. So I'm not kidding. They put it on garlic bread. I don't think I can ever go back there because I'll never stop thinking about the fact who puts a cheesesteak on garlic bread. Like this is the weirdest thing I've ever had and I don't like it. And since I don't like garlic, I really didn't like it. And you can put it like you can put a little garlic in something and I'm fine. But if there's too much garlic, I'll be all over it. As I've gotten older, like certain tastes have come out, but that's okay. But that's choice. That's preference. There's nothing wrong with garlic. It's just my preference isn't towards garlic. Not, not what I want. So I'll decide to avoid that kind of stuff. Like <laughs> he knows the hairs flavor. on your head and the the personality they, of every they, taste bud. They, exactly. He does. And then they, when we, part of the image of God too, is when we show creativity with the talents that he has given us. Mm -hmm. I, I like to create things. I like to figure things out. I like to get out there and find cool pictures. Like I will drive. Oh, it's windy. It's low 60s tonight. The waves are going to crash over the break wall because it's coming out of the north. Yeah, definitely time to put in a kayak. Yeah. You know, yeah, no doubt. Time to do no that. doubt your hobbies, your interests, uh, things that uh, I guess even attract you are, right. you know, are from the Lord as well. Like what what you are good at, what you excel at, what what you totally stink at in some right. way. Dude, if it comes to swinging anything at an oncoming ball or stationary, golf, baseball, kickball, Dude, I stink so bad. Right. Not your thing. But put you're a, a cyclist. Put a bike under me. Yeah. It's, put a Frisbee in my hand. It, it, I love it. I'm, right. I'm pretty good at that kind of thing. I like right. to think I'm a decent But here's speaker, the thing is, and you're not only that, but you want to advance in your hobby. Mm -hmm. Like you just, he bought a really nice bike out of the Pittsburgh area recently. Don't, don't my son-in-law went down with him. It is really sweet, sweet bike because he's going to improve his situation, wheeling and dealing mm -hmm. till you get to, because you want to go faster and you want to do mm -hmm. better. You train all winter. You already entered a race this year mm -hmm. to, to test your speed, see how you're at. You're doing a century ride. Is it this weekend or next yep. weekend? Yeah, this Saturday. The, yeah, this so Saturday he's going to go do, pray for Eric, he's doing a century ride. And so you, you look at those kind of things, but you took this hobby and it wasn't enough for you to just say, I'm just going to ride down the Greenway Trail 10 yeah. miles a day. Yeah. You want to excel. There's something about you that wants to excel it. And drive. So, so, right. When I see that kind of thing, that's where I see the image of God. I see the image of God in wanting to do well at something, wanting to excel at something, mm -hmm. wanting to, there's nothing wrong with that, that mm -hmm. desire to be the, the best at something, uh, the desire to be creative with something. Okay. This, like, I like to plant things. I always have since I was a kid, 
So I have 14 perennial gardens. I like to go in there and figure out colors. I don't mind, and I don't mind to say it as a man. I I pick most of the flowers that go in our planters that sit around our deck. We have dozens of them at times, depending on the year. I've planted over two dozen so far planters. I a lot of them. I'll ask Jerry what she thinks, but I'm nice. I'm definitely into the colors. I'm definitely into this will look good with this, and this kind of plant will look good here. And I figured it out over the years, and I'll put them together. I like it when Jerry's there helping me. But I, when it comes to putting flowers in and what, like, I don't really need help with that. You know what I'm saying? Cool. Because I've just been into it. And so I took my little place in the world, uh, this uh, property I live on, and we started building gardens. And we started, my uncle's the same way. My uncle's into it. Two of my brothers are landscapers. It's just something, obviously, there's something like innate in the family mm-hmm. that my dad was never playing. I never saw my dad playing a thing. Yeah. In my whole life. Yet here, my uncle, my grandma, my brothers are all into it. I'm into it. It's just all of us had that, whatever, that genetic to go towards flowers. And then we want to plant cool things. My brother is so creative when it comes to stone and when it comes to plants. It's mind-blowing, the stuff that he does. Oh, yeah. Like, he is, like, crazy creative. Huh. Crazy. And I look at that and say... And that's the image of God. Like that's yeah. where the image of God is seen in him is that creativity that want to take just, he buys a barn, he turns it into a wedding venue. And I'm, it's so cool. Away. It's so cool. I'm always blown away. The people who, who are the, the visionaries, they can see like a, just a disastrous house that's all right. dilapidated and they go in and they're like, Oh yeah, we're going to add this counter. It's going to come out. We're going to take out this wall. We're going to add this. We're going to, I'm like, right dude, I just see a hunk of junk right now. Like, right. I'm not going in there. And they're like, oh, no, we're going to breathe. I'm just like, but you could take you a bike. This? But you could take a bike and see potential in it. You could see a I rusty mean, yeah. bike and understand, well, the parts have this value and this shifter has this value and this is still good on Kinda, this. And, huh, not and so you can much. make a gravel <laughs> bike out of it. And, well, you're trying to get the parts all yeah, off I try, Andrew's but. Schwinn's bike. Yeah. But, I mean, you would see it in that. I think you would see potential mm-hmm. And I, I think people still need to exercise that creativity as well. Cause a lot of times when we just watch TV and we just play on our phone, it does all the imagination for us. I mean, sometimes right. like we'll see things uh, like all those home shows like, Oh yeah. Like look at that. That looks pretty good. I could do that here. Right. Opposed to like a lot of times it just, it does all the imagination for us. Right. And especially with kids too, they're not out there in, you know, building forts and playing soldiers and whatever like no they're they're sitting watching youtube and and it does all the creativity for them right so they're not they're not exploring that creative outlet for themselves like i love playing with you i love playing with legos yeah i love to follow the instructions on it but then i can like take it all apart and build something completely of my own out of my own imagination you know what i'm saying right and I think it's important for people to explore that image creative of outlet. Yeah. Image of God. Well, I'll go out as a photographer the other night and I was out with Jerry and we're on the lake. And the first thing I'm doing out on the water is looking around to see where the cloud structure is. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, I mean, a blue sky is okay. I prefer clouds in the sky. Even when you see painters painting. Right. Usually you don't see just a blue sky. I mean, there's clouds yeah. in the sky. And I like it as a photographer. So the other day I took a picture of and people were like, oh my goodness, that cloud was so amazing. It's so cool. It's like, yeah, because the first thing I did when I got on the water is I did a 360 hmm. to see where the clouds were. And that was really the only cloud. And it was a really wow. cool looking cloud, but it was the only one hanging towards the shore that was really out there. So I grabbed that photo before it was gone. 
So I'm like, okay, that's the first thing I'm going to do out on the water is right. I'm grabbing this photo of her under that cloud before something changes with it because that's the coolest thing I'm seeing yeah. right now. And then I'll look at light and how light's coming in, what side of the lighthouse, if it's calm enough. And I'm sure be being a, a young photographer, that wasn't the case. You probably weren't looking for that right away as soon as you got in the water. You probably some trial and error like right. oh we got to figure this out a little bit more and right. the more i do it the more i'll figure it out and and honestly get better at it as well as, as a young person and and we'll get to this this too in another episode but just as being a dad i mean i, I think a lot of my time went into providing for my family and mm-hmm. buying and selling stuff extra and yeah getting our property cleaned up having a house for my kids i think when they got older starting going to college like i got more into you know, some of the stuff. But anyway, it says we're to exercise dominion in this verse too, and we'll hit that before we close the segment. And, you know, I think that for a lot of us, you know, guys, we like to conquer our world and we find significance in that. Uh, a guy is really concerned with what the people around him think of him, you know, that he works with, maybe even more so than his own family at times, which I don't think that's right, but it's just a kind of like a mm-hmm. normal pattern if we're not careful with it that we're concerned with what our coworkers think or what a boss would think than we are more than somebody who already loves us, you know, saying something nice. Of course they would. We want to conquer our worlds. Yeah. That's why a guy, a lot of times he's a hard time playing a game with a kid because he feels like, but I'm not getting anything done for a guy to sit down on a Friday night and just Mm -hmm. play a board game with his kids. He's like, but I'm not doing anything. It's really hard yeah. to overcome. Even for me, it was hard to overcome it to realize, no, you are doing something. You're building into your kids and you're spending time yeah. with them. But it wasn't conquering my world. Right. Because there's this innate drive to want to fix things up, to sure. organize my property. I've done a lot of organization on it and straightening yeah. things you up. You want something and, that looks good, that you're proud of, that's yours. You know, yeah. I think about the movie The Blind Side where um, where they, they adopt that guy, the kid, and plays football. Right. And there's a scene in the movie where he he's like, I want a driver's license. She's like, well, why do you want that? He goes, I want something with my name on it. Right. I'm like, that's kind of what it is. I want something right. like that I've worked for, right. that I've achieved myself, that I'm proud of, that I own, right. you know? So it, 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 it just connected in my brain. It's like, right. No, that's yeah, a good yeah, analogy. I, you right. you want to have that. You want to be, you want to look at it and like be proud. Like that's mine. Right. Absolutely. You know? Eric and I will be back on another podcast talking about this we're still going through genesis one and two it's just you know read it it's powerful stuff you know we're we're looking at it guys and gals can look at it the same i mean we all have the same image of god the same creativity the same pattern since it's father's day weekend you know we're kind of targeting along two guys and being a man and this is what it's all about but you all have a great and an awesome week and thanks a lot for tuning in